Property Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Here's your host from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Property Marketing Made Easy. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. How are you doing, Anita? I am fabulous. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Yeah, so today we've got a brilliant guest with us, Adam Hindley. I think I just was connected with him on Instagram originally, and we had a bit of a chat, and then I was like, actually... Do you know what? You've not actually been in property for a while, that long really, but you've got a good story. It's a, it's a good example of somebody that's made the decision to get into property and taking action very, very quickly. And as we go into in the podcast, of course, he's he's already got quite a lot of skills from things that, he does, that he's done before. So that's why it's so important to not compare yourself really to other people that are on this property journey, because you might join a course or something at the same time as someone and they fly and you think, oh, why aren't I doing as well as he is or she is and actually it's because well hang on they already like learned a load of this stuff the skill set through in a in a different way and so they've already got that part they don't have to learn that bit they can just kind of step ahead and get going but yeah he he has taken a lot of action considering he's only been in property for one year and what he's managed to create in such a short space of time i tell you what if you are in property doing little thingy marks and have been thinking about being in property or doing property education or property networking for a couple of years now but haven't actually taken the plunge and found the right first deal this is absolutely the podcast for you because it will inspire you to think because lots of the time we meet people and they say oh yeah I've been in property 20 years 30 years and they've done all this and you think oh well, when I get to that stage you know I'll be at I'll be at that level and and you kind of let yourself off because you haven't been doing it as long as some of these old timers and um, Adam is a perfect example of someone who's been doing it one year and he's moved so far forward it's phenomenal and Anna's absolutely right he's got a load of skill sets that he brought from previous jobs and things like that but it's perfectly achievable we meet a lot of people in property all the time because we only work with people in property and actually it's it's a good opportunity for us to kind of see what the trends are isn't it Anna and I think one of the trends is that people will go and do the education and they'll learn all the different strategies and actually the thing that they need is to just take that first action and get going and they're quite rightly really hesitant about that and at an event we were talking at this week someone I was talking to someone and they even said to me because they were talking about how they analyze deals and and what they look at and they said oh you know we were going to do this strategy but then this has happened and we don't think that's right now so now we're going to do that strategy blah, blah blah and I said well to be fair it doesn't really matter what strategy you pick does it it's about finding the right deal and taking action and there are no guarantees that that's going to be the right thing you know sometimes you do the wrong thing but it's all learning and he went yeah and I think we're waiting for some kind of guarantee that this is definitely the right strategy definitely the right deal mm. and that you'll wait forever because that's not a thing and so I think that this podcast is the absolute opposite of that isn't it and if anything's going to inspire you to just crack on it'll be Adam yeah let's get into it if you're enjoying property marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate follow and subscribe my name's Adam Hindley. I am a property investor. I primarily work in service accommodation, so Airbnb properties, short to medium term let properties and things like that. I have only been in property for just over a year. I started properly last August. And in this time, I've lost a few properties, but I've taken on over 18 service accommodation units uh, through rent to rent models and through management models and through different things like that. Yeah, I've just basically used this last year to really, really build like a personal brand. And I know how much you guys talk about that personal brand within the property space and things like that. Uh, I've really used that to kind of build my brand, build my reputation within uh, other social media and other social platforms and stuff. And then not only taken that, but taken marketing into the world of 
the serviced accommodation even more and started marketing my properties and the properties that I manage to more like longer term stays. So I like to say that it's turning your serviced accommodation into a buy to let on steroids because it's less hassle. There's not all the changeovers. There's not all the cleaners of like cleaning coming in and out all the time. It's like you get one guest in there a week, a month kind of time period and you just sit in your garden and chill out a little bit. <laughs> That's phenomenal to do all that in a year. What inspired you to start what were you doing before so i have got a degree in physiotherapy and that is where my focus was beforehand the last business that was all about kind of health and well-being and corporate well-being i was going into businesses teaching about posture about mental health about diet and nutrition and i ended up leaving that business and exiting that business because even though the business were about mental health and about well-being and everything i was running myself into the ground running that business and i was getting very very stressed doing it so i felt like a little bit of a hypocrite what i found is that the way that the model worked is it was very very much time for money and I wanted to move away from from that and wanted it to be more value driven or like more asset control driven. So the ideas with that business was I wanted to maybe move towards like online courses and maybe like having making and creating assets like that that could be used could be used multiple times by multiple people and creating more of a passive income stream from it. So I understood that that is where I wanted to be in my life because I didn't want to work tirelessly constantly. So it's like, what is an asset that you can control, which is going to also pay your cash flow as well, which led me down the route of, of property. And then I was like, well, how the hell do you get into property with no money? And then did a lot of research, did a lot of education. I've spent over like 15 grand on property edu- education and, and things like that over the last kind of 18 months or so. And that has really, really like driven me to to what I do now and where I've done now because obviously doing things like rent to rents and property management and things like that if you understand what you're doing and you can add value through your education through your knowledge you don't actually need that much money to start it out it's so is that what attracted you to that particular property strategy yeah and I think that it's a property strategy that it's so I always like the way that I kind of work with people when I'm talking to investors and things like that it's like look you have your entrance strategy and you have your exit strategy of when it comes to property and my entrance strategy is up for negotiation I don't mind that at the minute I do lease agreements so like rent to rent uh, and that kind of thing so I'll be renting the property off a landlord it's low barrier to entry it's low cost to entry kind of thing it's easier to do and then I'll manage that through my business furnished accommodation I'll manage that through that business there to then do that but now that the furnished accommodation has built a reputation, has built a brand for itself, now actually people that have properties or have maybe rent to rents or own properties can now bring them to us and we will manage them as serviced accommodation. So that's now another route of entry strategy to us. Then mm-hmm. there's like buying properties and flipping them and doing renovations and that kind of thing. We can then do that. But then the exit strategy is again serviced accommodation. So we've built the business around the exit. But then we're going to have multiple ways of as we as scale and as we get more money, and then run it as an SA. Yeah, yeah, that's obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you when you get the exit of running it as an, as an SA, that creates higher cash flow and that creates the ability to to live your life in like a nice way and get money each month. But how you get rich and how you create generational wealth, which is something that I think a lot of people in property want to do. It's owning the asset and you have to own the asset. Controlling gets you cash flow, owning gets you rich. And obviously, I say I've only been doing this a little bit, like 13 months now. So it's like I'm not quite at a point where I'm thinking about, okay, owning, owning, owning. But that is the longer term goal of being able to do it. SA is service accommodation as well. Uh, for people i've just seen that comment come up this is like you know most people that listen to this are in property so yeah if uh, they're 
yeah know a lot of the terms and things yeah so it's in it's mm. strs isn't it for the american guys uh short-term yeah, yeah. rentals for, for the american so you you've had quite a bit of education how did you kind of find samuel leeds i guess like because there's quite quite a lot of different property education companies out there isn't there i'm very dyslexic the way that i learn is i need high energy i probably got i mean i know everyone it's like a trigger word and now everyone says like like mildly adhd or something like that but i think it makes a good entrepreneur so maybe i do have a little bit of what a bit of that as well but it's like i can't do the education where it's like you sat down with a notepad and pen and and doing it like that and something that i really like clicked with 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 samuel his his energy like he's really really like forward and forefront about uh, how he is his tone is all over the place he speeds up he slows down and he's just very very good at keeping you engaged throughout it and i need that variety and change in how i learn and then it's not just that but it's very practical at the same time like we do the training then we're out for like two hours like real life stuff like calling people and getting it's just making you do it as well so seeing how he is on social media and through his youtube channels and things like that and then seeing what he's actually like in person and now i know him quite well personally because i've done a lot of i've done all of his education and i've been on his youtube channel a fair few times as well it's put me in a put me in a position where i actually get to know him and i know that it's i just just vibe with that kind of energy and i see a lot of similarities in the way that maybe i i mean you can see me doing it now i talk with my hands a lot i'll change oh God, my tone a lot as well <laughs> and it's like, i think anyone that's in social media does it because it's engaging <laughs> and, yeah, um, yeah. and yeah like the Samuel Leeds, the property education stuff that he does has been really, really good for me. And I think he's quite well known as well. He's got a very good network of people around him. So the networking within his community is also amazing as well. So did you go that, like, and do really his boxing match? Yeah, yeah. I actually sparred him the week before. Oh, did you? Match. Yeah, oh, you got him ready for it then. So you're taking you're taking a bit of credit there then for what you won. Yeah. Yeah, you should. I, uh, yeah. In terms of people boxing, trying yeah. to get into Rent to SA at the moment, because it is one of the, there's kind of two things. We meet a lot of people who are new to property. And if you haven't got any money, you kind of go into rent to rent or rent to SA or deal sourcing, don't you? Mm. They're kind of the two popular avenues or HMOs rather than SAs. But with mortgage rates going up and rents going up and what have you, it's harder and harder to make money down that route. So what are the key things you think our listeners who want to go down that route should um, take into account? You've got to bring value to the equation. And there's a few ways that you can bring value. You can bring finance you can bring your own knowledge you can bring experience or you can bring like manpower and time and labor so if you haven't got the finances then you need to be getting yourself ready to go in the other one so i would be looking at kind of getting yourself educated the best you can and we are in a prime position at the minute for people getting started to if you know someone that's got properties who may be affecting like mortgage rates and things like that you're don't think about the fact of that oh can i do a rent to rent on their property think about okay, well, their mortgage rates actually are probably going to exceed what they're getting in terms of a rental income right now. So maybe you can partner with them and almost do like a little bit of a joint venture to get yourselves hands-on experience and build that experience part of it up to show them, look, actually, if we do your property as a EMB, we can make this much more income. And then I'll just take a percentage for managing it, generating a little bit of cash flow. And then you can start to get the ball rolling a little bit more with it yeah, like that. Great idea. Um, yeah. So, it's not even it's like a step before even doing rent to rent on your own because you you need to get proof of concept you need to get like credibility and you need to be able to build your own personal brand around it your reputation around it to even start doing that and like i i mean i'm in a position now of where i am 
I've created my personal brand a little bit. My social media is going quite well. My engagement's quite high at the minute. And um, I'm utilizing the other networks that I'm a part of to, to keep continuing to grow that and to keep the engagement on it. And people are like, oh, you, you're really good at it. It's like, it's very planned and precise though. It's not just like, it doesn't happen by accident. I didn't just post a video and it goes goes crazy. Like everything is very, very precise as you guys, you guys will know, but other people from the outside don't really realize. But it's like, if you can do that in terms of helping people that may be in a struggling position because you've got the knowledge right now, and then you can do that in terms of you're not actually putting any money into it, you're taking somebody else's prop- property and you're maximizing the amount it can be made from it, then you're helping them in that way, you're adding value to them, you're going to get a good t- testimonial from that, and then that'll potentially help you generate revenue in a sense to then maybe buy, buy, buy into your own rent to rent So do some other little strategies. And then if you are finding rent to rents regularly, then you can try deal sourcing and all that kind of thing. And again, it's all about networking and reputation because even if you're trying deal sourcing, but you've got no people that know about what you're doing, then you're going to have no investors to sell them opportunities to either. So again, for me, the only reason why I've scaled as quick as I have and I've built the property business to where I have is because of the branding that I've, I've focused on and I've built. And people are always saying like, oh, I don't give social media enough time. I really need to do that. It's like, yeah, you do. <laughs> like, you need yeah, to have yeah, that. Yeah, we hear that all. I need to. One day I'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got to get this so sorted like, out first. You've got to get a website. just got to do yeah. this and that. And it's actually, no, what, you, what, yeah, what, yeah. what you've got to do is actually just get a start, get started. And this is free tools. This is amazing. Yeah, that we get exactly. to, I mean, look, look now. We're chatting to you. We're at the same time we're recording a podcast, which is going to obviously go out and be in podcast form. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook groups, we're, we're, mm. we're across different places. We'll, you know, get some shorts made from it and you can put them on your Instagram. You know, so there's so much that you can do just from this one podcast. And I know not everyone's got a podcast, but you can press the live button on your Facebook and just yeah, go live. Yeah. You can press live on Instagram. You can put videos out. So there's, yeah, you're right. It's prioritizing it. And, but there is that yeah, fear. Yeah. There is that people, it's not that they, they might say or they might actually genuinely believe they don't have enough time but actually yeah. drill down a lot of the time it's about fear or not knowing, yeah, yeah, knowing yeah. what to do and getting over that kind of hurdle if, if you like of so you'd already had a business so yeah. like you're already streets ahead of people that have a job and have never had a business yet and they think oh I'll do property that'll make me money but it's not just property is it it's a business so and mm. with business you've got to market it and I think so it's yeah. a They've got to learn. You already learned, like when you when you had business before, when you got those corporate clients, you obviously had to market yourself. You obviously had to pick the phone up, get out there, take mm. action to do it. So you already had those skills, if you like, whereas they didn't. Like a lot of people yeah, don't. Yeah. So that's another thing to add on to it. Um, it is, yeah, you, you it just do it. You've got to do it, though. <laughs> the key thing that I always say to people is that if you're ever starting in this space, it's thinking about the skills that you've had previously that allow mm. you to, to to flourish a little bit. So, like. In social media, for example, I ran a, a YouTube channel in fitness for two and a half years. It grew quite well. I had some really big sponsors with that kind of thing there as well. So I understand how to be on camera. I understand how to present myself. I understand how to edit content and things like that. Then I did have my previous business as well, which I was dealing with a lot of high-end executive professionals. So I understood how to talk to people with money and that didn't phase me. I understand how to manage CRMs and like marketing tools, uh, client relationship uh, management tools and things like that and I understand that legal structure of business and accounting and tax and all these kind of things yeah. so I've just kind of taken all this stuff that I've got and I've dropped property into the mix and I always want to make people very aware of that is that like mm. look I have got a good 
foundation to build my property house property business house on rather than growing it on a bad foundation but it is just the way that my background is other people will have background maybe in sales and things like that and they can be really good at closing people or closing rent to rents and like other people like that you've just got to utilize what skills you may have previously to make it better so like my business partner that i work with now he is a tradesman he's owned a kitchen fitting business for the last 25 years i don't have a clue about that side of it now because i've got a reputation i work with investors a lot i talk to investors all the time i can raise the capital that we need for projects and then he can do the the stuff that he's good at in terms of managing the project so it's understanding the the different skill sets of of that as well which is which has been vital for for me and for us in our growth you will have some but if you don't have them you, these are skills that can be learned aren't they mm-hmm. you know you can't you, but you have to actually take action to, to to get better at these things unfortunately you probably are going to start but you know uh, always yeah. but i like, like how strategic you've been about it so you've looked at what your skills are you looked at what your skills aren't and got some education um along the way and you've kind of gone made a plan and got and that's why you've been successful isn't it that you don't have anything that other people don't have you've just been very strategic about what the steps are that you want to take and and actually taking them as well yeah yeah that's it i mean because there's a lot of again like a a key saying which i say all the time is that you market to what you want and you repel what you don't and there's so many people that will they'll market themselves all over the place or they'll think about particular property strategies or especially in the world of property we'll keep to that kind of remit is that they might be like talking loads about hmos one second and service accommodation the next second and social housing the next second and then buy to lets and then all these other things people are just confused about what what do you actually go for what do you actually do so it's like yeah i've made it very very clear for me that it's like okay well i'm the guy that does service accommodation and i do it really really well and people come to me for that but then what i'm leaving open and i've purposely done this is like what we said before about the entrance the entrance strategy versus the exit strategy my entrance strategy is completely up for negotiation where i'll talk about brrs i'll talk about refurbs i'll talk about kind of just purchase to and buying in a good area but like buying them below market value just to do sa and i'll talk about kind of doing rent to rent or like lease options and things like that because all these different entrance strategies into the property is they're all good but they all allow you to do the service accommodation the key exit strategy that i talk about and that's how that's kind of how I want to position myself as the guy who's really doing really well and who's killing it in service accommodation. How we get to service accommodation, we can be up for debate kind of thing. And yeah. that, that is, again, very, very, for the people outside of it, might not realise it, but in my actual marketing, if you look at my content, that you can start to see that that is the picture that I want to, to build. So I want to speak to people and I want people to interact with me that think that that is the correct as well. And they're the people yeah. that then will in, invest with you and build that know, like and trust with you and stuff as well. Yeah, you are. Yeah, we're always telling people, pick, pick one thing. You know, you don't have to just do that yeah. one thing. When you're going out marketing, market that one thing so people understand what it is that you do and what you're about. Yeah. And, and yeah, they can, mm. they'll always come back to you for that thing. But uh, weirdly, then they'll come to you for other things too. But actually, if you focus on that, then it's... it's uh, People don't get confused, do they? Which is, which is great. No, What's next to... then? What are your plans for the next 12 months? So I've just started Earn and Learn Scheme. So this is giving people the opportunity to invest in a project. They'll be, they'd get like a fixed return on their investment. But what they get to do is then say, if I'm setting up a service accommodation unit, whether it's a BRR or whether it's a rent to rent, they'll put their money into it. We'll make their money work, but then they can come along the process. So it's almost like the step after property education. So you've got, you, you've gone, you've learned all the theory, but you're like, 
this sounds good, it looks good, but I need to see it hands-on. I need to see what it's like in the world. Well, yeah. how about you can put your money into a project, you can get, get your money back with, the, with interest, and then you can see the process of how that works. Then it it's allows a kind me of safe to... first step of taking action, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Before you, go, before you go out and do it completely on your own. Yeah, because it's like I could do, say I did a, a buy, refurb, refinance to service accommodation. And I needed, we're just pulling numbers out of the air here, but I needed 50 grand to put down as the loan to value for a bridge. And I needed 50 grand of a refurb. Then I get 10 people to invest 10,000 pounds with me. Then them 10 people can come to the property every single month, kind of learn about the ins and outs of it. We'll document it all. We'll make social media content around it and stuff as well. Then they're investing a little bit of money into a buy refurb refinance project they're learning all the issues that might come up along the way rather than investing a big chunk of money in the in the back end of it a big chunk of money in the front end of it sorry and things going wrong themselves then they can learn about it along the way they can get a return on investment on the money and then they feel more confident to do it themselves in the future because again property is a long game like if you do this and we we offer you the return on investment in a year 18 months that's that's nothing in the grand scheme of building the property portfolio over the rest of your life so it's it, the way of we want to do that is a really good way of being able to feed like it lives to my higher purpose as well like I'm a person who really wants to give back and help and I think that's why I'm really dr- um, drawn to social media and stuff as well is because you can help so many people by making one video so it's like this this gives me another level of being able to help people but then in a slightly selfish way as well it allows me to grow a portfolio that's going to generate generate generational wealth for, for my family and my business and generations to come kind of thing as well but that's the thing helping people making money and making a difference aren't all mutually exclusive you know you can do them all can't you yeah exactly exactly and that's it and the way that i'm kind of looking at it at the minute is again it's like when you first start out doing this and you're lending little bits of money here and there you need to build up a reputation you need to build up credibility so maybe if i do it on a few rent to rents and i'm lending like five six grand at a time and then i'm paying that back then that almost like a credit card when you get a credit card you get a low credit limit but then once you've shown you can build it back and you're trustworthy you can increase your credit limit then i can start asking for more and more investment from other people mm. for different types of projects as well so it's no like and trust if you don't have no like and trust then you're not going to get any business so i think you can do that through social media content but you can always do that through reputation of working with people yeah, as well it all and adds to is, the mix yeah and that's something that i kind of want to make sure that I'm being able to do as well because it is really is really key and like I say with the fact that I'm implementing the marketing background knowledge that I've got into actual not just putting a property on Airbnb now and hoping for the best and actually being like who is my ideal client or my idea my I call it my IGA my ideal guest avatar who is my mm. ideal guest avatar what are their key pain points how can I market to their key pain points through my listings and through the the marketing uh like the marketing real estate I call it that Airbnb gives you like your pictures your titles your descriptions and everything and then how can you do all that and then how can you then reach out to these businesses direct and create problems for them that you've got yeah. the solutions for and all that kind of marketing stuff that I can see you guys smiling at when I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah, people come on and kind of like r- say in a different way, but ultimately like rubber stamp what we're telling everyone. All yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we said it first. That's what she's saying. <laughs> no, no, it's just good because obviously we say we we feel like we're repeating ourselves, especially when it's just the ones where it's just me and Anita. We often feel like saying the same thing. Obviously, that is what marketing mm. is as well, repetition. But yeah, when somebody yeah. else comes on that's doing something slightly different, but obviously you doing the same things but in a different. 
way and yeah just so that people know oh okay yeah because some you sometimes it's like if you ever have like a close family member and you say something and you have this great idea and then like two weeks later they say that they're fret like say if I say something brilliant to my daughter a great idea and she'll be like mm. and then like two weeks later she'll be like oh my friend said this and I'll be like ah, I said that two weeks ago but obviously yeah, she didn't yeah. listen to me she's listened <laughs> to somebody else it's that kind of thing isn't it yeah. somebody else like it seems um, like it's their idea <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. that's the clever thing is that I used to have a boss who's really good at that and I'd come out and I'd think hang on a minute I went into that meeting <laughs> thinking this and now I think the opposite How's with a whole about? load of work <laughs> like ninja mind work yeah <laughs> yeah how did you do that yeah. um yeah. yeah so we always ask a couple of questions on this podcast the first for a book recommendation really a book that you've read that's helped you along your way in either business self-development um that kind of space really marketing is a guy called uh, Alex Holmose um mm. oh yeah he's, he's, he? he's just really He's just released a new book. Um, I haven't read that one. I listened. I use Audible for a lot of my books. I haven't listened to that one yet. But his book, The $100 Million Offer, is like the foundation of what I've tried to build my property yeah. business on. Um, like at the minute, I'm creating online courses about advanced marketing for SAs and getting longer term bookings. I'm also creating a course of like, now you've got your keys, here's what to do kind of thing. And like, so, because I do sell uh, rent to rent opportunities and I do sell sell people deals but a lot of the time people say to me it's like right okay I want to get into it or I've done the training but I don't really know what what to do next have you got any kind of tips or any guidance for me it's like well how about creating this full process of I've sourced you the deal then um, I've got now a full course which teaches you about the bills the gas electricity the wi-fi uh, what beds to think about getting what kind of key things you need to do in terms of actually making the property stand out and pop for your pictures and all these kind of things and then once that's actually done and set up right, here's another course that you've got about marketing the property. Here's how you market it to short term. Here's how you market it to longer term. And thinking yeah. about that IGA, which we were talking about before, that ideal guest avatar. So it's rather than Alex Holmosey talks about in terms of gyms, doesn't it? It's like rather than doing a PT session, what would it look like if you offered to go around to someone's house and cook the meal for them and show them how to cook the meal kind of thing? but yeah. then charging your worth in association to that. So you, it's like you don't have the right to not give that person the best opportunity possible, mm. the best opportunity yeah. to succeed. And you offering them that full package, if they want it, amazing. If they want parts of it, also amazing. But if you've got that offering there, then it allows you to do it. So that book is like, like kind of built the foundations of how I do building blocks of my business yeah. right now yeah and his right. kind of fundamental strategy is how to put together an offer that's so good people will be mad to say no to it yeah and then he gives yeah, yeah. real examples of how he does that and we've seen him speak yeah. actually and he did yeah. it on stage we met him in uh, san diego yeah, like, yeah about a year put your, ago put your yeah. hand up if you want this well now i'm going to add this in do you want it and i'm going to add it and at the end everyone's like yeah i'd be mad yeah. not to want that so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we well, saw like a live exactly version it. of it it's really good yeah it's great to because yeah. i was like it was like they were not hidden like not many people knew about them then like you know like that long ago uh we'd read the well no they were big they were headline they were big but yeah but we're like not, uh, not they, they had the not biggest really in the audience. uk not really in the it's what i spoke as well on a yeah, different yeah. topic on a different yeah. stage so yeah she did yeah. i think it was really good um, yeah, but yeah but since that most recent launch is like everyone's jumping on the oh it does yeah, look like it's just crawled out amazing. from behind a bin <laughs> but then once he talks it's all good yeah because he's been on it's been on like a number of like massive podcasts like um like Stephen Bartlett and yeah. um yeah. Chris Williamson one as well and um is it Williams? 
Williamson, Williams, uh, his, his podcast as well. He's them ones are really. He good has a podcast a as well, Whole Mosey Nation. Yeah, yeah, the game. yeah, yeah. He's had that for years. Yeah, it's a, yeah. But, but it's like these yeah. these bigger ones in the UK that he's been on as well. I think have really kind of projected him a more. Yeah. Or and like I say, it's like what you were saying there about creating that irresistible offer. It's like, well, what if I can find you a service accommodation property that's in your area? What if I can tell you how to set up and run it so that it's going to look really good onto the the platforms and things like that? And what if I can tell you how to market it to get long term bookings? So you're literally like having a buy to let hands off buy to let on steroids as a service accommodation is like well, I don't really know what more I can add into yeah. that to make how it more. How can you say no? It's like everything yeah, yeah. we we've done this for so long with our clients, and every time we've seen them get to a stumbling block and falter, we've gone, okay, we're going to give you that bit now. So then that you're not going to falter yes. next time. So that's how our yeah. stuff kind of grown organically mm. so that it can't help. All you've got to do is do it and it'll work for you. But yeah, yeah, sure. yeah well, we can't that, make you do it. That's the bit we can't Yeah, and it's, it's constantly developing it, isn't it, as well? Because like mm-hmm. I've... I've been doing a lot of uh, like consultation calls on helping people market them, their service accommodation units to uh, longer-term guests because they've been getting, either they haven't been getting the occupancy they wanted or they've been getting good occupancy, but they've been getting loads of like one and two-night stays and they're mm. fed up with dealing with the cleaners and everything like that. And it's so much hassle of dealing with client communication every single day and stuff. So I've been helping them with that. But then the key thing that people were saying were, the call was great. I learned so much about it. The course is going to be a little bit more detailed. It's going to be longer than what the call is going to be but every little step that you wanted is now going to be broken down into detail on the course so yes it'd be charged a little bit more than what the consultation call would be but now you've got every single step along the way that you want to do it's it. great for you as well to be able to go yeah yeah just go to module three <laughs> yeah 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 exactly <laughs> things that you felt yeah, like yeah. you said like 10 million times it's like that so, so now yeah, we've got yeah. the podcast we can sometimes say i could just send them the podcast link to that one particular podcast of what like listen to that that because that's all you need for this bit that you're mm-hmm. asking about which is kind of cool and the second question we always ask is uh because we're the get savvy club we always ask what makes you savvy i think my absolute determination to make sure that i'm sticking to what i'm doing and it's like it's using using the different like being savvy and actually like using my previous skills from previous businesses to bring this into a property space which is making me stand out amongst other people like a lot of other people that are getting into property don't think about how important these things are but i know no matter what business i started now even if it wasn't to do with anything in property I know the fundamentals of this marketing technique now and social media that I could make it work for anything. Because when you yeah. know the fundamentals of marketing and sales, you can do it. But how I've been savvy about it is I've used that education, that knowledge that I've got to push myself into the fact that it's in the property world. This is how we do it. Actually, when I was doing this in fitness, it was really hard to get traction because it wasn't that there's every man and the dog is doing fitness, social media stuff. But in property, there's people doing it. There's not many people doing it super well. So if you mm. used to stand out and you can be a person doing it really well, you, you're going to get traction from it. And that's kind of how I've how I've seen my page grow, my engagement grow, and people reaching out to me grow because of that. Fabulous, yeah, great. So we'll put all the links so people can find out more about you. We'll put the links in the show notes. Yeah, have um, you got like yeah. a favourite way for people to reach out to you? Instagram is key, and then what I can kind of do is then facilitate. If you're an investor, you want to work with us from an investor point of view, I can send you a link to that kind of bit, and then it's all managed through my CRM to to make things work the right way. But um, yeah, an investor, investor point of view, if you want to help with your service accommodation again I've got different links for that even if you're someone who's new to it and you want it to find properties and deal source and that kind of thing I've got links to to kind of help you help you along the way of like utilizing my investors and my the people that have I've built up connections with with my brand potentially sell your deals to and stuff as well 
So there's, there's loads yeah. of different options. But yeah, Adam Hindley Official on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, anywhere you'll find me for that kind of stuff. If you're enjoying Property Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, follow and subscribe. Fantastic. See, I told you, inspirational and, you know, obviously has a load of skills. I think his biggest skill is he's just obviously an action taker. I think it was when we weren't recording and he was talking about he was having problems and probably losing three or four properties due to like lease problems that people didn't want them to be run as essays. So he was having a bit of a headache with that. But, you know, it's not going to stop him, is it? He'll just carry on. So things, even when you look at someone and go, oh, it's all right for them, they're really successful. They still have problems. They still have bumps. They still have things that they thought were going to make them money and then don't make them money. But when you make that many decisions, some of them are going to be the right ones, aren't they? Yeah. And he said he had 18, didn't he? So if you think you've got 18 and two or three are not working out exactly as you'd hope that they were, then you've still got all those others. But what I think people do is they think, they get started with one very slowly. And then like, you know, especially in this particular strategy, it's better to have to have multiple ones because... Like me, know, I got one and then one eight years later, I got another one. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So, so yeah, but if you only have one, like for example, rent to rent service to accommodation and it falls over, you're just going to think that strategy doesn't work, aren't you? You're going to be like, well, that, that was a waste of time. It doesn't work. But obviously unfortunately that one didn't work and like I said not there's no guarantees so better get a few of those sorts of deals on the go at one time yeah and I think property education is so great and so valuable but I think one of the negatives of it of it is that you might do a course on rent to rent or something like that and then you go and do another course on lease options or something different and each person who's an expert in that teaching that course is you know evangelical about how great it is and why it's the best thing of course they are it's their strategy that's what they're teaching you but all that happens is you kind of go and it's again at this event somebody said they'd learn something and they go back to their wife and go right here's what we're going to do we're going to get loads of money going to do this strategy and then they'll go on like the different strategy course for a weekend come back and go, no scrap that this is what we're going to do and his wife even said to him just pick one you keep coming home with different plans and we're not you know you've spent thousands of property education we've not actually done anything yet and it was funny because I saw this same guy at the same event months ago and he was talking to me about us helping with social media so that he can actually get some opportunities to get started and he's like oh no it's not the right time and again you see these people time and time again and go well have you done anything yet no no I'm still learning they're still doing that and you know my main advice would be for god's sake just do something just and i think actually adam gave some really good advice in there talking about maybe do it as a jv with someone so you make a lot less money but you're learning and you're actually just doing something part of and it. you're getting started yeah. Yeah. yeah really good words of wisdom in there Adam. yeah so uh, he obviously uh, referenced alex hormozy um, i guess we'll give away the newest book of alex hormozy's that'll make more sense wouldn't it if you want to be involved in and win that then uh, you know of course tag us Share this episode and tag us in it and you'll have a chance of doing so. And we will see you on the next episode. That was Property Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, connect with us on social media. Just search Get Savvy Club.